Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Dan Technology. Hi, welcome back to today's podcast. I am going to be quick because I took my shot today from the vaccination and it's kind of feeling a little woozy. Not a little, a lot. I, I want to be brave. I want to put on the brave front about it. When I'm a chicken, I don't like meds. So it's playing with my body and my mind. That's just for humor purposes and actually my experience. Um, I titled today, Finding a Safe Space. We are in a place in our society that many religion, diet, coaches, teachers, leaders are asking, can we continue to operate in the same manner we're operating before COVID? You know, because you know that crisis shed a light on a lot of things I mentioned yesterday from outside of you, education, civil unrest, financial um, crisis. And inside of you, where are you in your life? And where are you going with your career? Are you in the right place? Can you continue to teach under those circumstances? Do you choose to teach under those circumstances? Do you even have a desire to continue in that path? And if you do, how are you going to cope? What processes do you need to set up to continue to cope in your journey and to find harmony within you, your desire to teach the kids and what the outside world is saying and treating you and adding to your plate? And um, because I have seek wisdom, not just from um, my personal coach, my personal um, spiritual leaders, my friends and family, and my network, you know, to making sure that I am in alignment with connecting with what's best in the world and what's best in the human being. Because it has been a challenge for me to to see teaching as a place that I want to continue to be in. Because I want to be valued for what I do. I want people to recognize and see that I work. Not just say it and be polite about it, but to actually believe that teachers are working. And working really hard and extremely hard. And all of us are tired. And it's okay to say that. Like you know, not complaining, you need to, to accept it and to live it, to observe your exhaustion, your mental exhaustion, your physical exhaustion, your emotional exhaustion, to, to feel it. It's the reality. We don't need a science research, you know, academia, because I finished my PhD. I understand every time we talk, we need to back it up with data. Do you really need research and data to back up the fact that teachers are overwhelmed? Watch your own students. Watch your own kids at home. Watch you. When you had to do it, and all of a sudden, you know, you were exhausted, you were annoyed, and you turn on the educators, which you should have come alongside of the educators and 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 and, and appreciate them then, but that was short lived. So, finding a safe space, I did a search on Google. I'm going to put the exact link in there. The amount of information that came to help you 
create that. It's, so you don't have to take my word for it again because I'm a researcher. I'm providing you with data. And the link had so many different companies that were already create focusing on that topic. Safe space. You could create one in your mind. It, you could create a physical one, and you could create one emotionally. It, it's just amazing. Uh, as I was reading and doing a little bit of research to provide you with some strategies and tips and where to go, where to look at it, so you could dig deeper into the concept on your own based on who you are, based on your need. I did it because I wanted to share, like today, I was with a group of people that are doing some great things around the topic of flow and we had group meditation. And of course, without the, the purpose of that is to go through the process that we get ready to take the audience through is for us to walk the path. And I share about sometimes how religion created some barriers for me to when it comes to meditation and to connecting to other people from different faith. But I kept pushing through because I, I wanted to not accept what I was told but keep connecting with the human being. And I was able to share out my struggle on that space, even though everybody's different from different countries. Like literally, we have Japan, Taiwan, Australia, you know, US here, California, you know, and somewhere else, I believe. We just met because of this project but the space was so safe, I was okay to share out my thought and not felt like I was making excuses because of how I feel. You know, in some places when you say, oh my God, I'm tired. Oh my God, I'm busy. Oh, I didn't see that. Some people were like, oh, they're just making excuses for not meeting their goal or for not doing their job. Well, sometimes it's just, it's just an expression where you are in your physical state of mind. So for me, that space was safe for me to do that. And I didn't have to worry about the shame work, you know, like we don't like that. I don't particularly like that work. I do everything to give it back to whoever somebody trying to put that on me. I let them have that. You could, you could keep that shame because I don't accept that. I never had that even when I was younger, so I won't do it now. It's to find a safe space sometimes in your job or in your home, when you in, in your walk about and doing something, when you get so stressed and so anxiety stricken and so overwhelmed, you feel like your chest, your body, everything is falling apart. Is to find a way to have a few moments of downloading and create a safe space in your mind. There's a description of that on um, the link that I'm giving to you. So that way you could check out how to do that. He, he suggests that you find a, a quiet place, make a list of some activity that bring you joy, find a corner that you could breathe for as long as you can. So you could do a quick visualization so you could visualize that activity, you doing that activity that bring you joy. You know, that kind of stuff is that one site described. And of course, you know, there are other sites that may go in depth detail on how you could do it. Of course, you could follow it, but for now, it's just I'm grateful that I have a space where I could express my emotional journey where I am right now, and it's okay for me to be emotional because that's a hard thing to do. 
as a black woman, I know some of y'all don't want to hear these things. Some of y'all have the, which is good. It's a privilege. It's a privilege for you not to worry about it. But the rest of us, we are expected to be strong. Don't express your emotion because no one really cares how tired and sick and stressed out you are. Having you know, you don't want to come to work because the place is hostile. You know, you don't like the job, the role that you're in, and you don't like. The whole process. You can't say that and be okay. Because it's like making excuse. It must be nice for you to, to not be able to come to work. Where some people can say that and they go, oh, I understand. Why don't you go ahead and take a couple of days off to catch yourself and to gather your thoughts, to gather yourself. And then they get the day off and they get the support for them to catch themselves and to be okay in the process, the emotion. Where me? Unless I come up with the, I'm, uh, you know, literally get sick and it say same exact word, I will get the, or oh, you don't, you're making excuses. This is your expectation. You don't want to do your job. I don't understand what you're saying. Is this too much to you? You know, you get the backlash of expressing the same exact emotion from one group of people. When I say the same thing, it's completely received differently. That's not safe. Those are not the moment. And that's why I haven't felt like that for years. And, and I don't think it's good to continue to have a education where teachers cannot express their overwhelmness and, 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 be, and have somebody understand that. Every teacher, not just some, not just men, not just women, not just black, not just white, Hispanic, Asians, everybody can see it. And I have rocks stole of them. Are you just lazy? You know, it's, it's just unfair to me. That's unfair. Anyway, I'm glad I have that space for myself. And I hope that you find some information and the link that I'm going to share with you that's going to support you finding it or creating it for yourself because you need it. You cannot continue this way. Your body will shut down like as you know develop disease you know disease is this ease that's developed in your body i know i forgot to after that came up with that word i am always here to find ways to take care of you to value and as the teacher in this journey to create a space where you know you value that someone is paying attention someone is understanding what you're going through in this profession in hope that the information that I share will be of useful to you of um, lighten up the burden, and especially when it comes to the emotional state of mind. And for some of my um, black and brown and BPOP people, because that's something we not necessarily trained to be comfortable to share our emotion, especially when it's negativity, when you just don't want to be somewhere. You just don't want to be in the school. You don't, you know, you don't want to be, with the people you teach, you just don't want to do it no more, or you're just tired. Those are not acceptable. Those are taboo, you know? So take a look at the link. Find one of the site or the article that's part of that because the link even have shopping. I've checked it out. There's shopping, there's posters, the thing that show you how to do safe space. They have videos, they have, um, 
uh, images, you know, and then of course the website. So I'm gonna literally copy that search and paste it on here for you to use, uh, for you to set up your own safe space. I wanna go ahead and thank you so much because officially my head <laughs> is like kicking in again with the pain. Um, to let you know as an educator, I love you and I appreciate you. You're very valuable. As we continue in this life journey of learning, you know, lifelong learner, we're gonna take the same information to continue to improve in our instruction. And of course, continue to innovate. And more you are intact, you could teach these young people to be okay in their own skin. And this is why I've always said that you are the leader in the classroom. When you step in, you're the leader. And the classroom is your platform to impact social change. So use it wisely. We'll talk tomorrow and have a good day. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully, what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. And if this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build our tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets of technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me end the endless suffering of classroom educators not feeling comfortable with technology or feeling overwhelmed and lost. Thanks again for running, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the trenches, my friend.